done on Showtime. Uh, I started watching it last night because there's a free trial on Sling this weekend. Oh. It's so good. Yeah? It yeah. looks pretty good. Like, I mean, it's um, it's about, like, the kid show host who, like, wants to start talking about, like, more serious topics. Yeah. Because, like, his family is falling apart. His son died. Mm. Uh, his wife is leaving him. But all the while, he's just, like... I, I don't know. He's like Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's like, kind of e- what it's based on, right? E- even in his personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was definitely expecting, like, more of, like, uh, him to have a dark side. Like, he's on the show, and he's Mr. Oh, Pickles. I see, and then he I goes see. Like home. a Death to Smoochie kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- that's kind of was what I was expecting. I was glad to be wrong. Yeah, though. yeah. That yeah. is nice. Um, I'm planning on doing, like, you know, my all my free trials for the, like, when Homeland comes back, that's our Showtime <laughs> show. Yeah. So, like, I'll get, like, the free trial of Showtime Go or whatever it's called. When that comes back is that on, what it is? I show, don't know. It, it's go, something go, like that. Go show, go show, show go, show go. Yeah. Um, uh, so when that when Homeland comes back, I'll binge everything that has been on Showtime that I've wanted to see. When Game of Thrones comes back, well, not even in April because I'll wait till all of it airs. Then I'll get my free three months of HBO oh, Go, man. and I'll watch True Detective season you have three. To set up a I'll new watch, email. For it? Um, I don't. Th- I've never had HBO Go. I've always okay. had HBO Go through the cable company. Oh, so okay. I, you've never yeah. had the standalone. No, I've never had the standalone. Okay. So I think what is I, it? Should I think, be able I think to... HBO Now is oh, the standalone oh, oh. streaming. Go. HBO go. go is linked yeah. to linked to your cable provider. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so unnecessarily confusing. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Andy Samberg's password still works. Remember he gave it out on the Emmys or something, oh my God, and, it, and it no. legit was his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know Grace's cousin has HBO Now. Yeah, and I I want to like ask them like, hey, can I uh can I borrow this? Um, because I've never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen one. Really? And, yeah. Was I, it the first one? At least? It, it was. Oh, okay, it good. was the first <laughs> one. It would be funny and, if you start in the middle. Yeah. You're like, well, this sucks. I don't get. Who are all these people? <laughs> like Ted, you should have watched it when they were all introduced. No, I I can't remember if I told you the story or not. Uh, but it started in college. My one roommate was saying, oh, my God, this is so good. You need to watch Game of Thrones. And this was close wow. to whenever it started. First of all, Game of Thrones started when you were in college? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay, go on. Well, I mean, like <laughs> may- maybe like a senior in high school. Whoa! Okay, now, all right, stop talking. Go back to talking about Game of Thrones. Stop talking about age. Stop doing age math. Okay. Anyway, uh, we sit down. And he's like, y- you're going to love it. It's so great. And within, like, the first 15 minutes, there's, like, a brother, like, his sister yep, yep and i'm like is this <laughs> is this what you thought was so great like i think you might might have some underlying issues and he's yeah. like no no it gets better and then at the end of the episode they're doing it again but then they knock the little person out of the window right right or was no, it, no, it was it was a kid a, it was a kid yeah okay. he's a little person but not a little person it wasn't <laughs> they, they knock a yeah. kid out of the window and i'm like um does the show get better? Because <laughs> that's it's not... high drama right there. I mean, they literally <laughs> oh, paralyze a member of uh, of another royal family uh, <laughs> because they don't want their incest exposed. Ugh. That's that's high drama right there. I guess, uh, yeah. but I guess I just wasn't expecting that, especially for how much he was blowing it up. It was probably the fact that he was uncomfortably rubbing his sister's back all while you guys were watching this episode. <laughs> you were, you know, she was there and. <laughs> he started massaging her feet and stuff. You're like, is this uh, what you want? Is, to is this going somewhere? <laughs> well, oh, it depends God. on how far you want to go with it, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> well, this already took a weird turn. Welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. <laughs> it's a show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hallowell. <laughs> and today we're talking about The Fix Up, and which aired on February 5th, 1992. But before that, we did have a little bit of homework last week. Yes. We wanted to know... 
who Sonny Von Bulow was. And evidently this is, especially for the time, a very popular reference, it turns out. Uh, Sonny Von Bulow was an American heiress and socialite. Her husband, Klaus Von Bulow, was convicted of attempting to murder her in 1980 by insulin overdose. But the conviction was overturned on appeal, and a second trial found him not guilty um, after uh, the experts said there was no insulin injection and her symptoms were attributable to overuse of prescription drugs. And it's still contended to this day, especially by members of her family, um, but she lived almost 28 years in a persistent vegetative state, which you could also call a coma, of course, yeah. from December of 1980 until her death in, on December 6th in 2008. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. that's a Sonny Von Bula coma. Okay. A 28-year coma. Oh. And she was still alive when Jerry said that, by the way. Oh. But, yeah, right. Um, and there's some interesting <laughs> other oh stuff. Oh, my God. So get this. There's just some interesting stuff about the case. Klaus Von Bulow hired... Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, who I believe was also on OJ's team later on uh, for his appeal. And uh, Dershowitz's campaign to acquit him was assisted by then Harvard Law School student and later television personality Jim Cramer. The guy who yells about stocks on oh my God. CNBC. Yeah, right? Mad, Mad Money Jim Cramer? Mad Money Jim Yo. Cramer. Thank you. Yeah, so how about that? A little weird connection there. <laughs> and um, so uh, two of Sonny's kids filed a $56 million civil lawsuit against Klaus on their mother's behalf. The case was settled out of court when Klaus agreed to divorce her, give up all claims to her fortune, uh, which was then estimated between $25 million and $40 million, and he had to leave the country. So how about that? So, oh, my God. You know, it's a good, you know they're really <laughs> mad at you when like, it's not about the money. It's like, and we want you out of the country. Like, well, fine. <laughs> Uh, so, so get this. Uh, this episode, of course, aired in 1992. Okay. Just two years earlier, a film called Reversal of Fortune was based on Alan Dershowitz's books about the case. Uh, Glenn Close portrayed Sonny, and Jeremy Irons played Klaus von Bülow, and he got the <laughs> Academy Award for Best Actor. Really? Yeah. I'm like, wow. That sounds pretty. I kind of want to check that out now. Is that going to be our ne- our new homework? We all, everyone go home and watch uh, Reversal of Fortune. Yeah. No, I don't even know where. It sounds like one of those that Netflix might have. You know, because oh, I'd never even heard of it before this, but it's an Oscar-winning motion picture. So. Uh, and it sounds pretty interesting. Reversal of Fortune. Reversal of Fortune, yeah. And, okay. and the case, the more you read about it, you're like, well, I want to know about this. And what's better than just watching a movie to learn about something? You know, <laughs> oh, I don't want to read anymore. I don't want to, you know. I, I, I want to sit down and I devote wanna, two and a half hours of my life. Rather than, you know, however long yeah. it takes to read a book. I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> uh, so oh, that was, I, I wasn't thinking book. I was thinking, like, article on the internet that oh, takes, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's basically what I did with the Wikipedia article. <laughs> but I want I want a highly dramatized version. That's what I want. Uh, and then uh, what did um, what was a scam? The scam. Oh, carpet sweepers are the biggest scam. Oh yeah, uh, on the American public since one hour martinizing. And martinizing essentially dry, is dry cleaning as we know it. it martinizing, dry cleaning was. I, I thought it had something to do with cars. Doesn't it sound like? Yeah, it which does. is like Simonizing is. Um, you know, with cars, I think so. I thought martinizing was probably the same thing, but why? Yeah, why did I think that it was something with like cleaning your dashboard? Too? Yeah, 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 or your t- rubbing it on your yeah. tires. Like, yeah, one hour martinizing, sure. Uh, but so this is why it was such a, a, a mind blowing in 1949 is because when you took your dry cleaning in, you just took it to a storefront. They took it somewhere else because they used highly flammable solvents to clean stuff, and so the plants were located remotely from the storefronts. So you drop it off, you drop your laundry off in town, you get it back the next day or whatever. Um, but with one hour martinizing he figured out a way to do it in the store in one hour and so you could drop it off and pick up your clothes in an hour the company was originally known as one hour martinizing because you could get your garments in as little as an hour but kramer doesn't think that they'd be clean after that i think you know what a scam they just yeah. take it back they don't clean your clothes you can't clean <laughs> clothes you can't dry clean clothes in one hour so he still is not buying it but it sounds like a practice that's still in use to this day so right. now we know yeah. Okay. That's all the homework I had. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Did we have any other news? We didn't want to, you didn't want to get into like the whole Jerry Lambo thing, right? From a couple of weeks ago, because but because well, as we're recording it, oh, his Porsche, his Porsche, the Porsche. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, but yeah. by the time we're recording this, it's already a week old. Yeah, yeah. And by the time this comes out, it'll be a two-week-old news story. Right. So, and if we're, we we don't have to get into it if you don't right. want to. But basically, he sold a Porsche at auction that he, that was supposedly worth one point five million, but it was a fake. So oh, okay. I, I don't even know. How, a, so I guess he's being sued. I don't know okay. what's going on now. But yeah, I know yeah, like, that's the short version. As we were recording last week's episode, yeah. that story broke. Yeah. And then uh, the next day, I'm like, oh man, we're gonna be so late to talk about that. Yeah. And who knows? They could be listening to this in post capitalist apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, present in Amazon America. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have any other news? Homework? In which case, they're like. 1.5 million? I can't get a jug of milk for that. <laughs> um, what, what are these dollars? We only use credits. <laughs> we only use Bezo credits. <laughs> Bezo oh, bucks. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we, we only trade Bezos nudes back and forth for currency. <laughs> Bezos nudes. They're, yeah, the, the dollar literally has a picture of his wang on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sniff you. I want I want to wear your skin. It, was that one of them? No, was it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably I'm, I'm probably just thinking he's t- he's the type of dude to text that. You're to some getting woman. him mixed up with Buffalo Bill from oh, Silence okay. of the Lambs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could definitely see Jeff Bezos sending a text yeah. that says, "I want to wear your skin." Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, he probably owns a human suit made oh, of human no. skin. I mean, you can't when you're that rich, you can get anything you want. M- Mr. Burns style with his gorilla vest, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, just a vest. human torso. Yes, exactly. He's we're, made his own. We're about to get sued for. <laughs> Libel. Yeah, yeah, especially since he's the president now. Yeah. Well, not him, but Amazon, so by extension. Okay, uh, do we uh, do we want to do like the rest of the spiel before we get into the episode and then our taste test segment? I think, or what do you want to do first? I think the taste test segment is technically kind of homework, so I think it fits well into this okay. section. Yeah. Uh, we are set for another segment of, I, I came up with the name, Ted Tries Things. <laughs> uh, I've never had this either, though. But, but uh, well, and, uh, T- Ted and Tim Try Things. Ted and Tim Try Things, there Qu- we go. Quad T. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we found out last week that not only are Drake's coffee cakes a real thing, but they are available at your local Walmart. Yeah, pretty widely available. And uh, I'm going to put a photo either up on Twitter or just in the description of this episode either way. But this box is huge. Yes. It is the size of my palm uh, five times over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I wasn't expecting. I I wasn't expecting it to be this big. I was expecting something maybe more like a Swiss cake roll. Yeah, right, right, right. And I just saw on the back that they make ring dings, which I guess are the same thing as ding dongs made by a different oh, yeah. company, right? And funny bones. And funny bones, which I've never <laughs> seen before. They look like Twinkies with peanut butter inside, which yeah, does sound good. Which I really want to yeah, try. Sounds actually. great. Way to right. go. And Drake's has a um, mascot that's a duck, because of course a, a Drake I think is a male duck. Is that correct? I don't is that know. right? I, think I, a, I yeah. thought a male duck was a mallard. Well, maybe a female duck is a drake then. But doesn't maybe. it sound like drake is more could be. masculine and mallard is feminine? Yeah, it could be. But All I right. don't know. I'm gonna, I don't know my ducks. I'm going to open this up. All right. Right up on the Sweet. microphone. It's going to be our <laughs> ASMR episode. What as if Jerry try, ASMR? As we try some. Kramer start ASMR try. channel. What? <laughs> Oh, these are not your big boys. I don't think these are the big <laughs> boys. Oh, no, these are not the big boys. But the box does, like, conveniently fold back, Yeah. Though. All right, yeah. no, these are very tiny. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd say, like... Do we got to get a photo of these, oh, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, get a... Oh, my God. Get a photo in wrapper, get a photo out of wrapper, with cinnamon streusel topping. Yeah, although they do feel Ooh, very, very hard. Yeah, they're kind of... They're dense. 
Which is good. You want that in a coffee. You don't want yeah, it to fall apart. Exactly. You don't want it to fall apart in your mouth. And Ted was nice enough to actually make coffee this morning, too, which, um, as odd as it sounds, <laughs> I don't associate, I don't need coffee when I have a coffee cake. I don't associate I don't need, the two. I don't either. Yeah. No, but, but I, do you think I they're love elevated? the combination. They're yeah. elevated by oh my coffee. God, Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to pop off the lid to my coffee here. Mm. That's, uh, my uh, fiance works as a barista. At Starbucks, so we have so much coffee mm. at our apartment. Oh, you're just going right for it. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh my god, I'm getting this cinnamon stuff everywhere. The cinnamon streusel topping does fall off pretty. Um... Okay, it's, a bit, it's about what I expected. It's really good, but mm-hmm. like just your normal coffee cake taste. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pre-packaged dessert or breakfast. Yeah, or breakfast. I don't know. I'm gonna dunk oh, it gonna into dunk? my. I'm gonna dunk it into my coffee that. and see. You know, it is. I could. Um, it's very bready. See I can almost I use a little more sweetness in the bread. I mean, I guess that's what the uh, cinnamon streusel toppings for. Mm. Dunk it into your coffee, and it falls apart immediately. Yeah, it gets it gets soggy pretty quick. Yeah, but these are. I mean, they're not remarkable, but they're fine. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't sell out a friend who's in a coma for one. No, especially like, like not. A, did. Especially not the big boy size. Oh. Well, maybe the big boy size because mm. we have. We have the small boy size. Mm-hmm. These are your small boys. 1.3 ounces, it says on the wrapper. Mm. But also, I want to point out that Jerry and George were arguing at the beginning of last week's episode that you could get a Drake's coffee cake for anywhere from 50 cents to $2. Mm-hmm. I got a box of 10 of these for three twenty nine. <laughs> well, you bought in bulk. Oh, and you even got a discount too because it says three forty nine on the box. Oh yeah, the Walmart price is like three twenty. The suggested retail price, yeah, yeah it's, it's lower higher. than suggested retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's your big boy for yeah. you. That's Walmart for you. But I'm wondering, like, if they do still make the big boy size, uh, I couldn't find it. If they do, I can't believe that two dollars wouldn't buy you a big boy. Or oh, if, yeah. what was the argument? Fifty cents would buy you a big boy. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jerry this, was saying fifty cents could get him a big boy. Yeah, because that's how Jerry's like. No, yeah. I need like two dollars for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, fifty cents. Yeah, he was like, I don't yeah. touch that bag for two dollars. And he's like, fifty cents, you get a Drake's coffee cu- cake. And he's like, you can't get a Drake's coffee cake for fifty cents. But if I couldn't get one of these for fifty, if this more than fifty cents, I mean, maybe this is New York nineteen ninety pricing for Drake's coffee cake. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in a vending machine, I would expect a big boy for fifty cents. You think so? Yeah. Think about the honey bun, which is my favorite vending machine snack. Oh my god! You can really? normally oh, I love the honey bun because it's such a great deal. They're usually one of the cheapest things in there, and you get, and they're so gigantic. I guess yeah. Yeah, I, that, I, that's why they're my favorite. Um, so I would think the big boy would be around fifty to seventy-five cents in a vending machine. Seventy-five cents in a vending machine today. Fifty cents in a vending machine in nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, I mean it does depend on where you're at. Mm-hmm. The vending machine we have here at the studio yeah. is incredibly cheap. Have you ever seen that thing? I did. I did go out there. Yeah, you can get a couple of things if you have a, if you have two dollars. Yeah. yeah. I I I mean, if I'm like really feeling snacky, I'm gonna get some uh, cheddar bacon potato skins, mm-hmm. uh, like those TGI Fridays yeah. things, and uh, chocolate cupcakes for like a dollar sixty. Dang, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So uh, these are these are pretty good. And Ted didn't vomit, so that's <laughs> that's that's a plus. I think no. the first thing we've had that, that hasn't made you do that. Uh, no, I didn't vomit at um, what was it? What was it? Egg cream. Oh yeah, yeah, you did like the egg cream, which yeah. I'm surprised. Egg- Out of all the things, like I that's- was, I was nervous about egg cream. 
yeah. Uh, I mean, I, egg cream was definitely a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Because uh-huh. I was just nervous. I'm like, okay, mixing carbonation with milk? Yeah, yeah. Especially since it was just... It, it was it was just fizzy water. Yeah, exactly. Water and milk. Yeah, it didn't make it. And chocolate, I guess. But it just didn't make any okay, sense. Okay, well, water and chocolate milk. Water and chocolate <laughs> milk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I separated all the... I deconstructed <laughs> it uh, all the way through. Uh, yeah, that was weird. But And uh, we we found out also last week that Postum actually is a pretty popular drink, if you're judging just by price. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we looked on Amazon because we wanted to get some Postum yeah. to drink with the Drake's Coffee Cakes. And, and, and Postum, like, by the way, is from... Two episodes ago now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it wasn't even like brought up. It was just an off-the-cuff remark. It yeah. was just George saying, why isn't Postum a more popular drink? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you go on Amazon and it's like $18 for an 8-ounce yeah. can and it's not in stock until Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Who's getting all that Postum that they need before <laughs> Valentine's Day? Um, hey, baby, I love you. Maybe Here's it's an, some Postum. Yeah, maybe it's an aphrodisiac. Actually, you know, I mean... Oh, my God. You and I both would appreciate that gift if someone if if our significant others got us post them for Valentine's Day. We need post them. We literally need it right now. And yeah, the the cheapest price we found was like fifteen bucks through Walmart, but again, out of stock. Yeah, we did find one in stock that was a pack of fifty post them singles <laughs> yeah, yeah. for like thirty four dollars. Which I wish I could just buy one post them single because I guarantee you, I'm never going to drink it again. Yeah, we do and not. Look, maybe it's amazing. We do not Who need knows? the other forty eight. Yeah, yeah. Do not need. And even in an eight ounce jar, we don't need the other six ounces. We <laughs> we need an ounce for you and an ounce for me. Exactly. To, to make a postum, and then that's it. So eventually we'll track some down. Yeah. We'll, we'll find some. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe Walmart does stock it because I went to the postum store locator and <laughs> we got to go to Cleveland is the closest place. So. We're going to go on the road? Yeah. I know, well, I know you travel to Cleveland. You, you know, you travel around a lot more than I do. So if you're over there, let me know. I'll check it out. Yeah. 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 You're, where, you're where, a in, where in Cleveland? Was it just I like forget. any Walmarts? Or no, anything? it was okay. one was a health food store, which kind of makes sense because it was it was originally supposed to be a health food kind of drink. You know, if you if you didn't like coffee or Mister yeah. Coffee Nerves, if you <laughs> wanted to chase away Mister Coffee Nerves, you drank Postum. Uh, so one was a weird health food store, and one was something else. I say weird health food store. I'm sure it's a fine health food store, <laughs> but they do stock Postum, so yeah. weird. <laughs> All right, so final verdict: Drake's coffee cakes. They're pretty good. Yeah, if yeah, I was gonna def- definitely buy them. Yeah, check them out. Gonna... If you've got the extra three dollars, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, go to Walmart and check them out. And you want if a you little haven't. snack in the morning or yeah. in the evening? Uh, anytime is a great time for Drake's coffee cakes. <laughs> the No Tell No Smell coffee cake. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. on no hugging, no yeah. learning. But I, I agree. I mean, if I I'm, I'm not a coffee cake connoisseur, I can't tell one from the other. So this one's fine. I wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else before I get into my Mm-mm. spiel to Mm-mm. open the episode? Okay. If you've never listened to us before, uh, listen to the full episode, then give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts, and we will send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker. I'm going to get rid of the first 15 people thing. That's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. stupid. You just say, we'll do it? Yeah, we'll just do oh, it. Oh, cool. I- I'm just going to... I'm going to... I have to get like a hundred stickers minimum yeah. order anyway, yeah. and I don't want eighty five stickers laying around. Am I crazy, or did I just see? I think I saw a Facebook ad that they're doing like a special that's like X amount of stickers for like a do- like a, a new customer kind of. I'll have to check it out. Check it out. Check yeah, it yeah. Out. Look into that because you might be able to get just fifteen. We send them maybe, all out. and then we're done. <laughs> then we're Never done. again. No more stickers. Uh, but yeah, if you write, give us a written review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, we will send you a no hugging, no learning sticker. We are not a research heavy show. In case you've never listened to us before, I'm li- I'm watching these episodes of Seinfeld for the first time ever. Tim's watching these for the first time after being a lifelong fan for years. So if we miss something, if we egregiously skip over something, please send us an email, send us a tweet, uh, nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com or at nohugging on Twitter. That being said, 
Season 3, Episode 16, The Fix-Up. If you're looking at TV Guide, the night of February 5th, 1992, you're going to see Jerry and Elaine play matchmaker for George. Mm-hmm. And fe- February 5th, I was negative 10 months and 15 days old. Whoa. All right. And this is, you know, kind of a Valentine's Day kind episode. Of, yeah. You know, yeah. it makes sense for a Valentine's Day episode. Uh, we start with a stand-up bit, as usual, and it's about the orchestra conductor and what do they do. And it really confuses Jerry, who I guess has never played a musical instrument or didn't have to take band in high school because... Yeah. Did you take band in high school? Yes, I did. What did you play? Saxophone. You played the saxophone? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. What, about, what about you? I, I didn't do didn't, band in high school. Did you have to choose between band and chorus at one no. point? That's why... That sent me on a path of really? the saxophone for... Interesting. Yeah, another... No, th- yeah. Th- those were both totally optional wow. in high school. Yeah, nice. Well, in sixth... Was it sixth grade? I think it was sixth grade. They were like, all right, you got to do band or chorus. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll do band and saxophone, whatever. <laughs> and then I played the saxophone until the end of freshman year of high school. And then I stopped. Then I was able to drop. Do you think you could still play it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I wasn't um, Charlie Parker to begin with. I don't even know if he played the saxophone. <laughs> he might be a drummer or something. Just but, a um, name. You, just a jazz musician. Yeah, I wasn't Jeff uh, <laughs> Martin. Jeff Martin might be a famous jazz musician, but Charlie Parker is a jazz musician. I don't know if he. Yeah, I was no Bleeding Gums Murphy. At least I didn't say Miles. At least I know Miles Davis played the trumpet. (laughs) I'm no Miles Davis on the saxophone, uh, but uh, you know I I could play like Hot Cross Buns for you, like right now, literally. Hell yeah. Um, But uh, but yeah, I wanted to go to Disney World and then get out. So I I used the band to go to Disney World and then and then got out. Yeah, but but this is one of Jerry's. uh, This is like the the sort of. observational humor in the 90s just fell apart immediately among just a little bit closer observation. You know what I mean? Like a lot of Jerry's premises, I'm noticing going back watching this, these are not his iconic bits. You know, his iconic (laughs) bits don't fall apart um, uh, if you just take one more step further. This one does. I mean, the the, the (laughs) tempo changes throughout songs. Yeah. I mean, has he never heard a song where there's a tempo change or hey, whether... Maybe, maybe Jerry's only listening to the most boring monotonous single-tone <laughs> music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... He doesn't know that multi-tone music even <laughs> yeah, exists. Exactly. Who's that guy, John Cale, that experimental... <laughs> I forget who the, you know, he's just like... Does... I don't even know. The, the guy who like, did like four and a half, uh, or four eleven, like of silence, you know, four <laughs> minutes, eleven seconds of silence is one of his big ones. Uh, so maybe Jerry does listen to only experimental classical music or something, but, but yeah, the tone changes. You're supposed to get louder, you're supposed to get quieter that's what the conductor's doing up there this falls apart immediately if you've ever seen a conductor work yeah. i mean they are doing people are looking at him and the cello guy might not have lost his place but you know what maybe he did i, I mean yeah. th- this just fell apart for me immediately yeah exactly the conductor <laughs> yeah. is there to be the the ear of the audience yeah yeah i mean he literally i mean is conducting he's driving the train yes I mean, yeah it's uh yeah so i i, I found that you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like it, let me say. Uh, but so we open in Trattora, Trattoria della Arte, mm-hmm. uh, where Jerry and George are having a meal, and George is just giving up on meeting women. Yeah, he's just accepting that he's never going to meet someone, and Jerry agrees. Yeah. Like, 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 the, like the good friend that <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, I love that. He never, <laughs> he never kowtows to his friends. None of them really do, you know, because when, 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 George is always, con- especially George, is always fishing for compliments and stuff like that. He wants oh, yeah. to be told the opposite, but nobody ever indulges him, much less Jerry. You know, yeah. Jer- I mean, they've known each other for so long. But you know what? I had not this exact, like, pity on me conversation, but I've sa- I said this exact thing when I, when I graduated from college. I was like... Okay, where are we going to meet women now? 
Where are we going to meet women? We're just we're, all we're going to do is meet jaded barflies out in D.C. Yeah, I was like, we had all these women every single day in class and in the in the student union and stuff. And now, where are we going to meet women? Uh, and so, I, I it wasn't more about yeah. I, I guess it was a little bit about me, but I was I was including all my friends when we were talking about it. Yeah, well, uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Didn't you know the woman who became your wife in college? Yes. Yeah, but, but you weren't dating back then. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She um yeah, this was I forget we we weren't together when I graduated, obviously. Um uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't trying to meet yeah, women obviously, while I was there. Or you weren't yeah, you, yeah. you weren't worried about like, oh, we're we gonna meet women now. <laughs> yeah. Boys? Huh? Huh? And everyone's just like, uh, Tim, uh, you, you you you've got a girlfriend. And we also didn't go to the same school. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought you did. No, no, oh, okay. no. Yeah. Um. So that was that was the other thing. But yeah. So I, I did eventually meet a woman, not in class, and and she wasn't a jaded. Well, she might have been a jaded barfly, but uh, <laughs> she's my jaded barfly. <laughs> um, yeah. So all right, and and then we're, then we're also in a cafe at the same time with Elaine and who all for now called Janice from Friends because we don't learn her learn her actual name until later <laughs> in the episode. But it's Janice from Friends who I didn't even bother looking up the actress's real name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I want to point out that. Grace was watching this episode with me before she fell asleep halfway through. Yeah. And she just said, it's so weird to hear her talk in a normal it voice. It really is. Like, yeah. I was expecting her to, like, do her Fran Drescher impression. Yeah, yeah. Like, in Seinfeld, too. Me and, th- too. and then she's just like, yeah, I, it's, or what did she say? There's no good men. And the mediocre ones are all available. Yeah, And yeah. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is this the character she's doing, or does she does she actually sound like Janice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's funny <laughs> when someone does. You know, like even Fran Drescher can normal it up every now and then if she yeah. wants to. Sophia Vergara, <laughs> another super super annoying voice. She can speak normally. So? Oh my oh, god! Man. Oh, then I do not speak English. Oh no, what I do? Uh, and <laughs> then and then you see her. Yeah, well, she's doing an accent, Ted. We need to move fast. But then this. you see her talk too. She's like, "Oh, hi, Ellen. How's it going?" Like. Well, why do why do you talk that why do you, what, you know and so uh, Richard Simmons is another one too who you know like has a character that he's playing yeah uh, Larry the Cable Guy you know like <laughs> these are all people who can speak normally yeah but they put on something and you know wh- wh- whether you should put it on you know yeah. they put on a mask L- to perform Larry the Cable Guy's real name yeah. is Daniel Lawrence oh I, I thought it was Dan Whitney Dan was Whitney Dan Whitney who's yeah, Dan yeah. Lawrence I don't know I don't know Daniel Whitney. Yeah, Dan Whitney. Yeah, and I mean the, and, na- the name White is yeah. in Dan Whitney, and I guess it and comes, he's funny it, for white people. And it comes down to Dan Whitey. Uh, Dan it comes, Whitey. It comes down to pandering, I guess. You yeah, know, true. I mean, I guess people like Sofia Vergara because they know people who actually talk like that. But I think she's making fun of them in a way. You, you think know? so? It, 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 yeah, I, I just can't. I, it grates on my nerves. Okay. Uh, it grates on my ears and everything. <laughs> uh, but so it was really weird to hear Janice talk about that. But uh, I like the conversation about the good ones. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, she says uh, she needs someone who has to appreciate being with her because he, because the <laughs> man is so desperate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's <laughs> he, yeah, someone who has to appreciate be, being with me because he's so desperate. Smash cut to George covered in spaghetti. Oh yeah, and- <laughs> which I want to make the cover art for this episode. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a great direction there, uh, and um, the hope. I like George's. George has has nailed something here too. He's like, I got to lose all hopelessness. Hope is the problem. Yeah, and the hope that you're gonna meet somebody somewhere because hopeless hopelessness leads to indifference and indifference is attractive <laughs> and this is always the problem that i had because i was never like we've talked about our, our struggles with meeting women and stuff on the show before on our show um and it, it you know i could never 
you need to make a jump from indifference to interest at yeah. some point. And I was never able to do that. <laughs> I just remained indifferent because I just assumed like... Oh, well, this is what women like, right? No, I wasn't even doing it to attract women, but it would. I was like George. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't think I was, you know, I, I, I wasn't good at meeting women, so I gave up on it right away. I was like, yeah. well, this isn't fun. And I'd rather just hang out with my friends and, and not worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that led to indifference. So when a woman was around... For some reason, being not interested in them does lead to them being interested in you, and then I and then I would never make the jump to, you know, there needs to be a time, and I never know where it is. There needs to be a time when you leap over that to from indifference to interest. Yeah, you know, you need to express interest in them. Yeah, but I never did because I just assumed like. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Stop talking to me if you're, you know what I mean? I, I did really like the line here uh, to end the scene. Jared's like, hopelessness is the key. And George is like, it's my only hope. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, we uh, go, ironic. We go back to the cafe with Elaine and Janice from Friends. And uh, Janice from Friends is just saying that she's young and bitter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I forget like what led into this, uh, but well, one I don't know if it was having to do with her, you know if she's not married by forty, she's gonna have to kill her mom. Oh yeah, that's right because she couldn't put her mom through that. Yeah, yeah, being unmarried <laughs> and, and single at forty. Janice got a lot of laugh lines. She had to stop she her did, delivery yeah. several times because the laugh was too big. Yeah, which I thought was a very. I mean, her delivery was great. I mean, she fit right in yeah. to this cast. And uh, this next line, and Grace actually pointed this out to me. She says. Order me a piece of cake. I'm going to go throw up. Yeah. Is this an eating disorder joke? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which got rapturous applause yeah. and laughter. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> that's weird to hear now. It, it, I think it was just her lackadaisical delivery for one thing. And B, it, you know, we know that mental disorders are funny in the Seinfeld universe. So, that's true. So along with being clinically depressed, also if you have an eating disorder, <laughs> it's also very funny. But, you know, keep in mind, this is a woman in New York in the 90s. Again, it oh, might have been. for sure. And because she Su- was so. Super common. Yeah. She was so nonchalant about it. Yeah. But by the way, it looked like she just had a salad that she hadn't even touched. Yeah. So she's in she's in bad sorts. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God, like, yeah. <laughs> she needs therapy. <laughs> We uh we get to Jerry's apartment and we learn that her name is Cynthia. Yes, Cynthia. Yeah, here we are. Uh, and and Elaine and Jerry are talking about uh, you know what they well, I went to dinner with uh, George. I went to dinner with Cynthia. What you guys talk about? Oh, you know the normal stuff. And they sort of stumble upon yeah. fixing up the two. And it's one of those ideas that occurs to both of them at the same time. And they're like, nah, yeah. no. Also, I want to point out that one of the things that they talked about on the phone was George said that Cynthia wanted to nuke the rainforest oh, just yeah. to eliminate it as a part of conversation. No, that, I thought that was Elaine. No, 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 no. I thought Elaine said uh, at the... Yeah, no, Elaine said that was her conversation with... Because uh, George hasn't talked to Cynthia yet. We're oh, still yeah, Elaine that's and Jerry. Right, yeah, that's right. like, what did you guys talk about? Oh, you know, social issues, oh, uh, the yeah. rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> so, yeah, Cynthia said we, she, we should nuke the rainforest just to remove <laughs> it as a, a topic of conversation, which yeah, is pretty funny. Elaine is saying that women go through like all this pain. They would kill for eyebrows like yeah, Cynthia. Yeah. They pluck out all their hairs individually. And to, draw them yeah, on. To which Jerry says, well, George is really fast he's really <laughs> yeah. strong he can lift a hundred pounds over his yeah head. without even thinking about it i've seen him do it yeah yeah which i believe i actually believe about george you know i bet he is stronger than he thinks for some reason i don't know you don't I think don't, so no no <laughs> but uh i think elaine is in the process of calling cynthia and uh she says what if it worked out and jerry's just like yeah right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i also like the line where um i think it's jerry who says to or is it no? Uh, Elaine says to Jerry, "Your standards are too high." And he says, "Well, I dated you." And yeah. He's like, yeah, that's because my standards are too low. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, we are still in Jerry's apartments, and George doesn't want to be set up. Uh, he's just saying, like, no, no, yeah, it, it's yeah. one step away from, like, going out with an escort? Uh, one Is that step what he away- says? Actually, it's worse. Uh, he says, well, by the way, I, b- the, the, what really draws Jerry and Elaine to setting them to setting them two up is the fact that they'll be telling each other everything. Oh, yeah. They make a pact to say, all right, you have full to tell disclosure. me. Yeah, full disclosure. And so that's really what, what comes down in matchmaking. You want... That information you want to be meddling, uh, oh, yeah. you know, in people's lives and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, George says uh, being set up is one step from personal ads and prostitutes. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is kind of funny. I mean, these days you look at uh, you know how I don't know where the leap was from you know where online dating just became so acceptable. Now Tinder is so acceptable. You know, it's like if someone yeah, told you you know. met someone on Tinder, you wouldn't think, oh, you can't find someone in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just think, oh, they found someone. Yeah, be, be happy for them, yeah, you, idiot. You found someone in a certain way. I mean, it was a, it was yeah. a it was a very short time that online dating was had a stigma around it. Like, oh, we met on eHarmony or Match dot com, like, like early to mid two thousand. Early to mid two thousand, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I want to say like oh eight oh nine. Like, it really just like yeah. it, it blew up, and you couldn't ignore it. Yeah, anymore. yeah. If only because you didn't even have to sign up for a online dating yeah. service. Like Facebook could be that. MySpace oh, yeah. could be that. Well, that and I think AOL the, Instant Messenger could be the, that. The, the bevy of niche dating sites, too, really helped with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can go to FarmersOnly.com and meet someone. Granted, I would never admit that. <laughs> right, right. But even stuff like J-Date it made it very easy to, like, yeah, go, exactly. all right, I want to marry a Jewish person. I'm Jewish, so I'm going to do, you know, it yeah, just there, made there, it. There's, there's a dating site out there for everyone, no matter what niche you are in. Yeah. Or, I mean, you just got, like, the numerous hookup apps, like Tinder, Bumble, uh, I don't know. There's like 19 others. Yeah, that, yeah. I, that I've never used. Um, and and so it just saves you a lot of time. It's like if yeah. you if you want to make sure you're you know it just you can skip a lot of the a lot of the stuff that the early dates are for. You know what I mean? And get exactly get right to. So it, it's interesting. Like it just didn't that, that just didn't age very well because I feel like it is the same thing as personal ads. You know? Like, yeah. Oh God, what kind of loser <laughs> would put up a personal ad? Uh, but George is just straight quizzing Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, but he's kind of interested. Yeah. yeah he's this like, is, is, he's, is, is she good looking? Yeah. Does she have a good body? She can't be smarter than me. I hate people that that are smarter than me. Yeah. Is, is, is she tall? I, I I can't date a woman that's taller than me. I love Jerry's. How could she be smarter than you? <laughs> just a great smarmy delivery. <laughs> <laughs> and George doesn't pick up on the, that know. he's being snarky. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't think that's, you know. So that's, Jerry knows when to give it to George, and it's not when he's asking for it. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we go back to Elaine's apartment, and uh, Cynthia is wondering, uh, like, all about George. Yeah, yeah. And Elaine is telling him that, oh, well, he used to work in real estate. Used to. What happened? Well, he tried to poison his boss. Yeah, but she, like, hems and, like, oh, what was it? Um, because Elaine helped, remember? Like, yeah. So she knows. Like, oh, my God. What was I it? I even forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she's <laughs> pretending like she has no idea. Oh, yeah. He tried to poison his boss. <laughs> and, and and even um, Cynthia tries to, like, back it off. Like, not really. Like, yeah, really. <laughs> like, really did try to poison him. Yeah. But it's funny, like, because, you know, uh, Cynthia goes pretty much right for, personality kind of or what he does for a living and stuff like that yeah meanwhile george George is focused solely on appearance just about the looks oh yeah yeah yeah. and this is a classic exchange by the way between him and jerry with them like pacing around the apartment in the best of circles of seinfeld this is Uh, one of the best another grace observation she says that cynthia's outfit could be worn today and nobody would notice oh i didn't i didn't notice it it was it was a very it was a very 90s outfit and the 90s are very 
uh, in right now. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. Well, so, it, so I am told. It, would you would you classify it under normcore as we talked about in early probably, season yeah. one? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's not to the normcore level of like a members only jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but or, it's just very like currently fashionable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just very like monotone, like gray and black. <laughs> or sweater Jerry's and like skirt. olive pants, olive shirt, giant white dad <laughs> sneakers, oh, <laughs> red blazer. Yeah. Uh, she also said that like both of these conversations don't happen in 2019. It's just friends hanging out with each other, yeah. showing, showing the others like Facebook or Instagram to yeah. the other. And if they're ugly, like George is, because <laughs> Elaine says, oh, well, he's kind of losing his hair. He's bald. Yeah, he's yeah, bald. Yeah. He's bald. So he's going to be bald. Yeah. Uh, but you and I like she calls him stocky instead of fat. He's exactly. stocky, and she makes like a little comfy teddy bear <laughs> face too. Like, uh, but yeah. you just show the other person their Instagram, and if they are not good looking, you just say, "Oh, well, they don't take good pictures." Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds oh, good. Oh, th- th- this isn't a good picture. Oh, th- this isn't one either. <laughs> you, you need to see them in person. That's, yeah. that's what happens now. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, so back at the uh, apartment, um, I, I guess so. They, everyone agrees to the hookup, evidently. Yeah. And yeah, is that <laughs> oh, is that all you have for that scene? Well, I I have George likes thick flowing hair. Oh yeah, the yeah. Thick lustrous hair is very important to me. All and of- Jerry even repeats that back to him. Thick <laughs> lustrous hair is very important to me. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he's rubbing his bald yeah, spot. Yeah, he's like itching way back on yeah. his scalp. He's like, well, yeah. what about the skin? I like a good cheek. Is she sweet? I like sweet, but not too sweet. You could throw up. <laughs> and Jerry says, we get back to the eating disorder again. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think you'll throw up. She likes to. Throw she up. likes to throw up. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, which, which just. <laughs> hammers it down like oh yeah it's not just she was sick in the cafe she has an eating disorder yeah yeah and and everyone knows about it <laughs> yeah yeah well and, i and, guess jerry and, does because elaine probably told him <laughs> probably yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny though this eating does this isn't the last eating disorder episode that we'll see on, on seinfeld um so does uh, the other one get rapturous laughter probably oh yeah yeah it's a big part of oh did i spit on you <laughs> yeah. oh my bad i threw up on ted um yeah i uh it, it does it does it's played for a lot of laughs definitely yeah <laughs> Um, uh, we go back to Elaine's, and Cynthia is wondering, has he ever been close to being married? And uh, Elaine says, he once spent a weekend with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's really laying it on thick. I mean, she's oh, yeah. like, yeah, uh, really really whitewashing George uh, to make this happen. <laughs> but so back at Jerry's apartment, George had a great phone conversation for 20 minutes yeah. with Cynthia. He threw away his notes halfway well, through. That's how yeah, good it was I want to know what notes he had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they, why isn't Postum a more popular <laughs> yeah, drink? Yeah. Do you have any Postum? I love Postum. Postum, isn't that great? Uh, yeah, and um, and her, he mentions what a beautiful voice she has, which is also hilarious since we're talking about Janice from Friends. Exactly. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I found that very ironic uh, outside of the show. Um, and Saturday night, they're going to have uh, a date. They got a date set up on Saturday night. Yeah, and uh, George said that he's incredible on the phone. Yeah, uh, which was I don't know a, a weird line, but also what is mellifluous? Uh, you I know, I think it's got. A, I think it means it has a pleasant tone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Like he, like George is the last person I expect <laughs> to drop a vocab word yeah. that I've never heard. Well, we know he's a fan of crossword puzzles, even if they're difficult. So maybe he, maybe he stumbled upon that word. That was it. With... That was in the Times crossword that Sunday. Yeah. Maybe or, or the or the Sunday that he was doing it in bed with his uh, girlfriend, uh, who by maybe. the way was a musician. So maybe that's a word maybe, she used too. So he might have might have picked up on that. Uh, but Elaine comes in and Cynthia didn't mention anything about yeah. the phone call and George's. Immediately bummed. Immediately hopeless once yeah. again. He's like, like well, okay, I'll, I'll go on the date, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Immediately he, gives up. Yeah, he was elated 
30 seconds earlier. Yeah, yeah. She didn't mention the date? Yeah. Um, and Kramer comes in to rapturous applause. Yeah, which is, okay, I want to point out. But I he doesn't barge. This isn't the classic barge, No, he still not, gets it's applause. Not a, it's not a barge in. And I heard somewhere, I don't know if this was uh, the other podcast that we have beef with talking about Seinfeld oh. or... Uh, the or just someone else saying, "Oh yeah, Kramer used to come in and get like a bunch of rounds of applause." Uh, but Larry David shut that down early because he didn't want everyone cheering. And then clearly, it's a giant round of applause. Yeah. People are clapping, and I'm like, "Ha ha, you're wrong." <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's weird because it it only gets bigger. Yeah, this is a small entrance by Kramer. He starts barging in in very funny ways, and this he just walked right in the door and got a round of applause. So, yeah, I, I, I've never heard that before, and it only gets worse if you're, I guess, if, if you look at it that way. Yeah. It only gets bigger. Like, Kramer's entrances only get bigger. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but he comes in. He barges in. He says, hey, you know my friend Bob Sacramento? Yeah. Which I don't remember what episode was in. Do you? Um, what's the one where he turned purple? Where George turned purple? I believe it was that um, episode. Uh, the heart attack. Is that oh, the heart attack? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Bob Sacramento reference. Um, yep. But he got a job at a condom factory. Uh, he gives Kramer a gross, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a dozen, dozen yeah. condoms, 144 condoms. <laughs> He's got them in a big paper bag. It's like you, it, you couldn't get trashier than what Kramer has right now in his possession. <laughs> a gross of condoms and a giant paper grocery bag. Uh, yeah, and everyone's sort of inspecting them. And uh, he tells Elaine to take half the bag. <laughs> yeah, half the bag. Also, uh, George, I think it was George had the line, what are you going to do with all of them? And Kramer's <laughs> <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which it, it got a chuckle out yeah, of me. I'm yeah, like, that's funny. Damn it. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks around like, what do you think I'm going to do? I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to make balloon out of us. Yeah. Balloon animals out of him, obviously. Uh, so George takes one and he's like, uh, you never know, or something like that. You know, so hope, the hope yeah, is back. It's, it's possible. It's possible. There you go. The hope is back. Uh, and then there's a, a stand up bit here. Uh, about the embarrassment of buying condoms, which I also think is not aged well. No, did you have to, like, did you used to have to get condoms from behind the pharmacist counter? There was one time when I had to get somebody to unlock a case that I had to get the pharmacist to come around and unlock really? a case. Yeah, but safe, being positive about safe sex has been a thing since I was in college. I mean, there's a distinct change of like, okay. they weren't, you know, I mean, they, I would make a point to go to the store where they were not locked up and buy them there so I didn't have to talk to anybody but okay. I also was not you know I mean it's weird that we were embarrassed about that at a certain time yeah. you know what I mean because there's only good things that come from it uh -huh. no children and no disease exactly. you know what I mean or, or a lower risk anyway uh -huh. so there was there was a, a sea change that happened I think I'm going to say like late 90s early 2000s where okay. where that you know it, it became less taboo yeah people were I like guess? I'm buying this because I'm you know, I don't. I don't want a child right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want AIDS or whatever. You know, yeah. like, I don't want a sexually transmitted disease. And those are both good things. You know, so it, it became there was <laughs> not having those are good things. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want any of those. Yeah, and so it just didn't. It's just weird that there was a time when you like had to be embarrassed about asking for it. You yeah. know, because I feel like that's not yeah, a like, thing anymore. He's saying, he's saying like there needs to be just a signal. Like we give him just a nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just puts condoms in your bag. I'm like, oh. Okay, anytime I've ever bought condoms, it's just, okay, take them off the rack, take them up to the checkout. Yes, boom, yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, okay. So I didn't know it was, uh, I honestly didn't know it was anything different. Ever. Yeah, I don't know what, 
And, and we're talking about buying condoms in developed nations, places like Mississippi, where they have <laughs> places where they have abstinence-only education. For instance, oh. it may still be very embarrassing, to, and it's super religious too. It's very conservative. But guess what? It also has the highest level of teen pregnancy because it all comes yeah. down to education. And so, in you know, science class, you learn the Earth is six thousand years old. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, and you learn that kissing leads to babies. But guess what? You want to do it anyway, uh, and they tell you not. So anyway, it, it, it all comes down to education. I think we all just got more educated about yeah. safe sex, I guess, for lack of uh, just for an, um, just for looking for an umbrella term. But it's so funny that a guy in his late thirties would be embarrassed about buying condoms. Yeah, really. You know, I mean, doesn't that just not age well? No, <laughs> I mean, it not just, at all. It just it it's funny for not the reason that Jerry intended. That comedy club was full of people in their late thirties who were embarrassed about buying condoms. It yeah. was just. And it hasn't been that long. <laughs> I mean, when you look at 92, it's just, yeah, exactly. just pretty funny. Yeah, so just another thing along with personal ads and buying condoms that just hasn't, this, this episode has not aged well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in Jerry's apartment after the, um, Seinfeld, after the stand-up bit, uh, George has been ghosted. Yeah, uh, he, George is laying in his bed calling Jerry, who's in his apartment, uh, but he's saying that they did have sex. Yes. Cut to the Justice League poster yeah. above George's bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because nothing screams uh, desirable <laughs> yeah. way. Oh, my God. I like skip, a, yeah, I like a Justice League scene. poster. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Wait, and Elaine which are... also, Superman on the Justice League poster. There we go. I didn't even notice. That is the first <laughs> reference to Superman we've had in really? so long. Oh, so long. So, I was like, so, yeah, yeah. so long. It not, has been a long not time. Not at all. But yeah. like, Maybe the first this season. I, wanna, I don't remember. I want to say it's like the first since season one. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember there being anything in season two. I mean... There might but, have been a conversation. He comes up in conversation sometimes. But yeah, but, talking about like, oh, like a race of supermen or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Something like that in yeah. season two. But... There's no, oh, there's a Superman figure in every shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We know that's not true, but uh, yeah, it, it has been a while. But yeah, I skipped that whole scene. So Jerry and Elaine are on the phone with each other. Yeah. And then, they're, then they get on the phone with George and Cynthia. Exactly. Separately and say, remember, we're going to tell each other, remember the pact. Yeah. Uh, Jerry and Elaine have that pact, but also George and Cynthia have a pact to not tell Jerry and Elaine everything. Yes. Both of them break that. Yes. But Jerry and Elaine don't follow their own pact yes. to tell each other everything. It's it's a very hose before bros and bros before <laughs> hose situation uh, between them. So one thing I, I find interesting here is that Jerry says he'll put it in the vault, which I thought, which is a Seinfeld uh, slang term that um, I thought would pop up much later because they're going to focus on it. Uh, but he says when George tells me he can't tell anybody, he's like, I'll vault it. I'll put it in the vault. Really? Uh, yeah, so that's going to come up later and there's going to be some discussion about it. I didn't even think about, about it. it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just brushed over here, but it is a big part of the Seinfeld lexicon, so I find interesting. it Interesting that it wasn't dwelled upon at okay. all. But yeah, so that's what he meant by yeah. it. Uh, George was uncomfortable, uncomfortable because it was their first time and he thought he would perform better if they did it in the kitchen. Yeah, which is, <laughs> Cynthia, he doesn't tell Jerry that, but Elaine, I mean, Cynthia tells Elaine that. Yeah, yeah we did it in the kitchen. Oh, which, by God. the way, when I like when um, when George initially tells Jerry he can't tell him, he's like, well, we had sex. And there's, woo! <laughs> And applause from the audience, which is such a 90s thing, you know. Um. Uh, but Elaine asks Cynthia uh, if if it was still good. Yeah. And Cynthia's like, how good could it be? My head was on a hot plate. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I want to believe that the hot plate was on. And yeah, she's yeah. just like burning her head like, ow, Burning ow, her hair ow, off. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but then Jerry and Elaine, their pact is off immediately. They just, uh, they're very coy about what, oh, oh yeah. it said like, it went oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did anything happen? No, no, no. Did uh, she tell you anything happened? No. no. 
No, no, okay. It, yeah. it went well. <laughs> uh, and then we're in the apartment and George has been ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has called her three times, no answer. He says he feels cheap and violated. <laughs> yeah, uh, like he was used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jerry's going to call her and George doesn't want him to. Was Jerry going to call Cynthia or Elaine? I uh, felt like he was going to call Cynthia. I did too, but how would... I mean, I guess he might have her number. I just yeah. find that weird. I, I mean, that would be like... I, I don't... I don't know. Yeah. It, does that contact exists like is he friends with cynthia enough to give her a call like hey why aren't you calling george yeah i would send it through my intermediary which in this case was elaine exactly so that makes more sense but it, but, but, they, Jer- they but all jerry says is i'm gonna call her yeah they don't specify yeah, whether yeah. he was calling elaine or cynthia right right so uh, we're left to just assume that he's calling cynthia yeah but uh, but i think it makes more sense for him to be calling elaine oh but, for sure but george uh, doesn't want him yeah. to they get into a brawl kramer uh, comes in, he breaks up the fight. Yeah, uh, and this he- was so funny to me. I, I loved, I loved this bit. You know, um, where he's like, "Is it about a woman?" And they're like, they try to explain that it is, but it isn't. Yeah, it's and Kramer, that- Kramer thinks that they're fighting over the same woman. Yeah, yeah. Kramer is just clueless. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but he comes in and he tells Jerry, or no, he tells George, "Hey." Those condoms were defective. <laughs> yeah, yeah very, again, very nonchalant. Like, he breaks it up, like, all right, I want you guys to shake hands. Like, oh, George, by the way, don't use those condoms. They're defective. Yeah. <laughs> How could you give me a defective condom? And yeah. Kramer, uh, line of the episode, I think, I didn't think you were going to use them. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then George attacks him. You didn't think I was going to use yeah, it? And yeah. Jerry breaks up that fight. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, speaking of breaking, Jerry is so close to breaking through all of this. I mean, Kramer's. Is he really? A, yeah, Kramer's performance is hilarious. George's <laughs> performance is hilarious. And, and Jerry is literally in the middle. I mean, you can, you can tell that, um, that when he has to go between George and Kramer, that he is so close to laughing. Yeah. Uh, he's doing the Seinfeld <laughs> smirk, which is as close as he gets in this scene to, to breaking. Uh, uh, we go back to Elaine's apartment, and what is Elaine doing, like in her apartment? Yeah, painting. She, she's like completely <laughs> renovating the yeah. apartment. She's like respackling and uh, painting. Yeah. But like, whenever her and Cynthia were in there, and Cynthia's just asking about George, all the furniture is covered up. Yep. Yeah. Like all the end tables and everything are wrapped in like plastic. But Cynthia comes over, interrupting Elaine, like repainting the wall. Yeah. Saying that she missed her period. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know how this happened. We used a condom. And Elaine's like, was it blue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hang on, I'm trying to read my... What the hell was that <laughs> your, your, your chicken scratch notes? What did does you it, write? Yeah, I got a real... Uh, speaking of the heart attack, this is exactly what happens to Jerry. And, uh, what does this say, Ted? Oh, uh, San Antonio 119, <laughs> Cleveland 130, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Elaine, is there something about fog or a dog? Let me see this. Okay. Let me, let me see if I can decipher it. So E means Elaine whenever it's one of the... Jesus. <laughs> How do you read these? Elaine puts... Mi- C missed her PD. Yeah, period. 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 Yeah. Ha. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to write fast. It's a shorthand. Uh, e... Uh, Elaine points? Elaine point... Something dog? I don't know, Not a dog. Man. Dang it. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, what do you have for the rest of the scene? <laughs> I just, Is that it? I just had she missed her period. Was yeah. it blue? Yeah, was that, it blue? That's all I wrote down. I, oh, I think it says Elaine puts the pieces together about the wow. blue condom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Elaine puts PCS dot. So, again, another. And then T-O-G is together. Thank you, T-O-G is not an abbreviation for together. It is in my book. All right. So, now we're in the apartment. Jerry's apartment again. This is. We did it. I knew we'd do it together. Um, <laughs> back in uh, Jerry's apartment, I, this is where I noticed it's a Mets episode. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the Mets. Uh, I wonder cap if on his I wall. wonder if we'll ever see another Yankees episode. I I'm don't starting know. to think we won't. I'm starting. I, to think... I feel like we're starting to get into uh, like uh, the episodes where they take a lot of care into continuity. Yes, yeah, yeah. We're getting into a groove, as it were. So yeah. I think I think we're settling so, on the so Mets. So there's not going to be any uh, like random. Like Yankees, yeah, uh, fan moments. I don't, or I any more reference of like Jerry has having six siblings that we're never going to meet or something, <laughs> you know, like anything like that. Uh, so Jerry and Elaine are regretting yeah. the fix up, but also Jerry's trying to open a soda. He yeah. can't, can't do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Elaine comes in, uh, and they just get into another argument about uh, George and Elaine. And Kramer br- comes in. He George and up, Cynthia, you mean? Or, yeah, yeah. What am I? Tra- what did I say? George and Elaine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kramer comes in. He breaks up the fight between <laughs> Jerry and Elaine now. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, can't you see you're in love with each other? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes on a great monologue. Like, when are you going to stop running around and looking for something <laughs> that's right in front of you? Or I mean, it's just like like, you'd, like the best friend in a romantic comedy would give. It's, it's just absolutely hilarious. Uh, uh, but uh, Elaine yeah. finds out that the condoms were defective. So does George because he walks in right at that moment. Yeah. And where, where she says she's pregnant. Cynthia's pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. And George has the exact opposite reaction that I thought he was going to have. I thought he was just going to like fall over and yeah, faint yeah, yeah. right there. And he's like, like the nose job. Didn't he do that in the nose job? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I thought it was going to be similar to that. But he's like, I'm a father. My boys can swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is another great Seinfeld catchphrase. And I'm surprised shows up this early because that will we'll revisit that uh, later on as well. What, my boys can swim. My boys can swim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Uh, and then we're at later on the Symphony Cafe. Uh, and Cynthia, I'm yeah. Cynthia and Elaine are there, and Cynthia's talking about how it was a false alarm. Yeah, uh, she says that George ran all the way to see her. Uh, yeah, he was super supportive, yeah. which is very anti-George. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he said, or Cynthia says that George says, no matter what you choose, I respect your decision. I'm here for you. Yeah. And which is, I'm like, wow. I know, that, I know. Ladies, this is, <laughs> this is the type of man you want. And really, I mean, that's kind of what Cynthia was looking for, right? Exactly. Uh, but she's like, look, this is super sweet and thank you, but I just got my period. Yeah. Uh, she invites him in, they reconnect. And then we see Jerry and George come in for dinner. Yeah. George is there for Cynthia. Jerry's there for, for Elaine, I, I guess. But kind they're, of, they're, they're yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> the mutual friend aspect there. Uh, but George likes being around his friends and a woman because he exactly. feels like he's best. Or you know, this is this is what he wanted to happen with the piano player exactly. a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry says to Cynthia that, "Oh wow, quite a quite a great seat you got here." Yeah. Like sarcastically. Yeah. And Cynthia's like, "Yeah, it's right next to the kitchen." She gives like a, a little nudge. Yeah. To she calls it George. Best in the house, right yeah. next to the kitchen. Yeah, which <laughs> George is not subtle about this. He's like hitting her yeah, with a napkin. Come on, okay, come on, you. Uh, I love when. <laughs> One of the funny, I paused it. I was laughing so hard when Jerry shows up limping and Elaine goes, what happened? And he goes, acting. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> I'm laughing again. Uh, it was just. What was that about? Just a stupid, just a stupid childish joke by Jerry. <laughs> it just goes to show what a man child he is. And, and Elaine's like, oh God. Like, <laughs> Elaine is so annoyed by it. But it is endearing too. But I love these. Li- what? Acting. Uh, I, I, I had to pause it. 
I was laughing so yeah. hard at that gag. I thought that was so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they all sit down, and Elaine and Cynthia are saying that they ordered appetizers, so they tell Jerry and George to dig in. Oh, yeah, in. help yourself, yeah. yeah. And George just throws himself <laughs> on the appetizer. Yeah, yeah. He, like, puts his face down into the loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, what's this? Oh, oh. He's just Gorging grabbing, himself. He's grabbing, like, three things. Meanwhile, Cynthia's just looking at him, and, he's, and she's just like, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But didn't they go out to dinner on their date? I don't know if they did or not. They I, must not they, have. Yeah, because maybe they did, but they didn't get any appetizers. Maybe it's only appetizers that George can't help himself around. <laughs> but he was. I mean, he is covered in spaghetti at the other restaurant. That's which true. I, you can have a pasta as a starter. I mean, I'm not saying you can't. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, but I, I would find it odd. It, it seemed like yeah. So maybe they didn't go out to dinner on their date. But that seems like a very maybe. first date thing to do. I feel is go like out on, I feel like dinner. they said that they did go out to dinner. Yeah. Because it was like midnight and they still hadn't heard anything back. Yeah, yeah. So they had to go out to dinner. So maybe. She just thought it was like a thing that he was doing sarcastically. <laughs> yeah, or and, maybe he was on his best behavior yet around. Now he's comfortable enough to not put on airs around her, you know, and be George, <laughs> the real George. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's around his friends. That's how he eats around Jerry. We know oh, that. My so God. yeah, he must just he must have just forgotten to yeah. act like a human. That's being. true. Yeah, and and that's it. We get another yeah. stand up scene where Jerry is talking about setting people up makes you feel like you're playing God. Yes. Yeah. Which I've I don't think I've ever set set two people up. So yeah. I I don't get the reference. Um, but have you ever set two people up? No, I haven't. Okay. But Sarah loves the idea of doing that. I don't know if she's ever done it successfully, but she loves introducing people. And it is the, really? it is the God aspect that like, <laughs> I understand love. I made this happen. <laughs> she wants to like, she wants her, her ultimate goal in life in this aspect is to give the toast at a wedding where she set the two people up and it oh hasn't happened God. yet, but she, she loves that idea. And so <laughs> it is playing God. I mean, you are trying to like manipulate the pieces of the chessboard of life Jesus. and put two people together. And, uh, yeah. So I, I this is the only stand up bit that I actually liked. And it In wasn't this whole that, episode. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even that funny. It was no. just, uh, it was just, the, it was just observation. It was the <laughs> least bad of all three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the bit about God being the original fix up artist was funny. You know, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, my friend, Adam, uh, you know, he's trying to fix up Adam and Eve or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Was, was, yeah. was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. He's like, uh, she was seeing this snake for a while, oh, but I think, but I think it's over. over. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, it, and it, that doesn't fall apart um, uh, if you just look at it a little bit closer. It's exactly. a funny extension of an already funny premise. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I'm not telling Jerry Seinfeld how to do comedy, but I am, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have a better description? What is it? Let's hear it again. Uh, Jerry and Elaine play matchmaker for George. No, I think that's perfect. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that I think that works out. That's it. Pretty well. Uh, what's our homework? Uh, I don't think we had anything this time. Did we not have anything? No, uh, I, I, no. Okay, uh, extra, uh, extra credit is find that movie. Yeah, go watch Reversal of Fortune from 1990. <laughs> I, I'm really going to see where I can stream that. Uh, I feel like it's probably on Amazon Prime. They I'm, always have. Yeah, I'm going to eat some more of these coffee. You're going to have another honestly. great coffee cake. Okay. Probably. Yeah, these were actually really good. Yeah, yeah, they were. I'm, I'm definitely going to grab another cup of Joe as well. Yeah, <laughs> before we have to throw out the whole pot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just us here today. Yeah. Um, okay, is that is that it? That's uh, it. Okay, uh, what's next week? Uh, next week is season three, episode seventeen, "The Boyfriend Part One." Is there is Ooh, this a two parter? It must be. Okay, yeah. Uh, "The Boyfriend Part One" original air date February twelfth, nineteen ninety two. If you're looking in TV Guide, that date it is. Jerry's baseball hero Keith Hernandez falls for Elaine. George schemes to extend his unemployment benefits. That's this is going to be great. Keith Hernandez is a great guest star on Seinfeld, as I remember it, and it's the real Keith Hernandez who, of course, 
played for the New York Mets at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know anything about baseball. So right, right, I, I yeah. didn't know if they were making up a character. I don't not. know anything about baseball either, but I know is, this episode. Okay, Keith Hernandez is a real baseball player, <laughs> and this is the real Keith Hernandez? This is the real Keith Hernandez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good uh, So it's going to be another Mets episode, know. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so when you It'll see him... It's awkward if there's a Yankees cap on the background. <laughs> they're just like, oh, damn it! Yeah, yeah. We messed up! Oh, great. Um, so, all right. Shoot it again. <laughs> I think that's it, right? I think that's it. All right. So, for No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.